Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, August 6th, 2019. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you would like to join in live, you can go to our Patreon page and sign up for a low monthly cost. You can join us live, just like PV15, who is on here tonight, I think for the first time. we got a full house tonight. Four people. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> and Dustin is joining us, along with Grinch and Jeff. It's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, if you can't do that... You could still communicate with us, uh, tweet at ProfaneArg, or share an article or whatever you'd like on our Facebook group, facebook.com slash ProfaneArg. This week, we'll be talking about some debate updates and a lunar infestation, but <laughs> Well, you first... make it sound like it was a pleasant week. Yeah. <laughs> 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 just, just saying. It was not. Well, I'm. that's the thing. I'm, I'm, I'm transitioning into but first, oh, and okay. we're going to be talking about the worst parts of the week. So, yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit about the shootings that occurred. And I don't have many articles as far as this goes, but I thought I would uh, get us started off with Trump's response and something that has been echoed by several Republicans. Once again, they're going down the line of video games are to blame for mass shootings. That's why and I fake, we squashed and fake that. news. Don't forget right. about fake news. I thought we squashed the video game thing after Columbine. Well, we got to, you know, they'll circle back around to it. And, you know, gay Just people will be to blame at classic. some point. Yeah. yeah. They do know there's video games in other countries, right? Yeah. That's they do know that out. violence used to occur before video games, right? Right. Mm. But I think Japan plays way more video games than we do per capita. And they are. Probably gross. South Korea as well. Yep. Yeah, and no mass shootings. I Yeah, I've played, uh, like, I played Battlefield, which was a rather intense first-person shooter. Um, we, I played with people all over the place in UAE, in, uh, Norway and England. I don't remember where all these people were from, but, um, all over the place. And yeah, that turns out the mass shootings still occur in the United States. I wonder what could be different here. Mm. Well, they also said that like they, I think they've done actual studies. I wish I had an article cited that when a particularly violent video game comes out, vi like violence goes down. There's a dip in it for a little bit. Like, where they're, they're not saying, like, it could just be that they're playing the video game and not outdoing violence, or, hmm. you know, or it's just a way to, you know, get it Vent. out of your system. Yeah. Yeah. Then there instead of in real life. Sure. I mean, but, but, I'm, wonder, I'm wondering where this talking point came down from, though. <sighs> like, I know, I guess he mentioned it, but I'm, you know, I know how they all sit around a round table in a basement 50 floors under <laughs> something, some building. Well, he no. definitely has advisors who gave him this. I don't see how Trump would have come up with this. I did want a reporter to ask the question, which video games are you referring to? Could you name one? I mean, what are we talking, Dig Dug? Because I don't <laughs> think he could. <laughs> Fucking Dig Dug? <laughs> Those guys do explode. That's pretty violent. <laughs> but Jam an air pump into them and they burst. <laughs> I think Grinch's point is is is. Correct. I think it's the NRA. It's NRA talking points that I'm sure they sent him talking points. And since it's way easier just to, you know, copy paste somebody else's words, he used them. Having said all this, nobody's like buying this. They're not doing anything about it, right? I think there's been a, a public uprising about it. I think people are I, – I don't know how they weren't fed up after Sandy Hook when, you know, killed a whole bunch of children. Somehow two in one weekend is too much. <laughs> 
I mean, I've even seen Trump supporters that I know on Facebook being like, it ain't video games. Shut up. Like, yeah. they're like, even they're like, I'm not going that far. You've crossed a line with me, Mr. Trump now. <laughs> yeah, I think there's just a small section of not necessarily even his base, but a small section of people who tend to buy into that theory. But I, I think it's a very small mm. number of people. I think it's far more likely that uh, we'll actually get a little bit of movement on these uh, the bills that the House passed. I, I don't know. I don't know how they're worded or, or what they do, but. Well, you know, Moscow. I was going to say, look, right, got- let me tell you a story about the bills that the House have passed. We're not going to vote on those. Next. Yeah, right. I'm the because Grim Reaper. Mm-hmm. I'm Mus- the Grim Reaper. Also, I mean, they're in. They're in, they're on their August. Re- they're coveted August recess right now. So, <laughs> right. you're right. you're expecting this to stay in the mines for the next twenty three, twenty four days? Well, according yeah, to not. the senator from the El Paso El Paso area, um, <laughs> she's a representative. I thought. Sorry. Rep- yeah, you're right. Representative from the El Paso area who live on camera said this isn't for public consumption yet, but we're being called back. <laughs> they're being called back to Washington. Oh, really? That's what she said on Vice a half an hour ago. So, But Mitch hurt his shoulder. He's recuperating. He well, he's in the Senate. Yeah, that's she's the thing. The she's, she's in the House. I don't oh, know if oh. the Senate is being called well, back. What difference know. does it make if they're not going to... Look, you right. know, even, I mean, come on. Let's not fucking kid ourselves. You think Mitch McConnell and Trump are going to sign some fucking gun control bill? It no. It will not get that far. Mitch he is McConnell. the grim reaper he of got, your socialist agenda, Jared. He got $1.2 million from the NRA, so no. He will right. not be doing that. That is so, again, I know Jared and I have been trying to wrap our heads around how yeah. our government works. <laughs> and like, like if a bill came through the House and it had 100% support from every congressman, he'd be, I'd block that. Yeah. And that's yeah. it. And that's, that's it. it. One guy. That's, that is how your balanced fucking government works. Right. I don't, I don't, well, I mean, he could be voted out by the Senate. If he does not do what um, they want him to do, but the sad, cold fact is that they're doing what they want him to do. Well, yeah, he could only be overruled if there were sixty-six votes. Right. If you if you have something that has sixty-six votes, then you can call a vote without uh, without his approval. But if otherwise, he's the only person that can call a vote. Right, and they are perfectly happy letting him take the fall for this. That's true. They're just quietly like, what can I do? Mitch didn't want to vote for it. Right. You know, and Mitch is perfectly fine being like, I'll be the villain in this story. I don't care. I'm rich. Exactly. (laughs) What are the consequences going to be for me? Zilch. Well, he's absolutely secure. Yeah, he's absolutely secure in the fact that he cannot be voted out. I don't... He's well, probably right. Well, <laughs> he's yeah. getting. He, I don't know if he's getting primaried, but he's got competition. He does. He does. You know, down the pike. And did you? And there's fucking Republicans are retiring left and right in the House. Yeah, but are they retiring just to make room for younger, more you know, young, more younger Republicans who will just take their place? Not all of them. Not all of no. them. One of them was the last Black Republican in the House. Well, was like, guy, I'm yeah. done with this shit. Yeah. <laughs> right. No. No one <laughs> makes way for you. The one guy's <laughs> making way for his son. To That's take his fine. Place. That's fine to make to to get out of there because making way for younger Republicans that can be in there longer. First of all, you can be in there there in, for an unlimited time. Right. Secondly, that suggests that some sort of I- ideology is involved in this, and there's not. I mean, beyond power for power's sake. They don't give a fuck about Republicans or the next generation of Republicans or people in general. Mm. They just want to grab. Everything they can while the getting's good, 
and then they want to get out of the way if the stink is too bad so that they can sneak back in in 2024. That's exactly what it is. It's like, I got to think about my political future. I live in a purple district. I can't defend what this fucking asshole is saying, mm-hmm. and I'm getting primaried, or I got a, a much more popular opponent. I'm just going to leave, not say a fucking word, <laughs> yeah. and maybe I can claw my way back in. For sure. Wait for all this to die down. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's that's the that's the only uh, impatience is the only thing that's gonna cripple Roy Moore. <laughs> <laughs> if he hadn't come back so soon, that and the mall closing down. Well, <laughs> <How> that. <laughs> I mean, if he hadn't come back so soon, I I can almost guarantee a Roy Moore win would have occurred in, uh, you know, twenty twenty two, twenty twenty four. I don't know where we are in the cycle of voting. Well, I'm not sure that he was not going to win this next. Go round in 20. Mm, I, I, I hope not, but, you know, I, I feel pretty good. <laughs> I don't know. He's That's Alabama. It is. It's a special, <laughs> specially awful state. <laughs> However, I just feel like it's a little soon. Ian, oh. is, Ian has hope? That's so weird. Just about that, I mean. Okay. <laughs> Let's not go crazy. Well, yeah, I'm, we're, I'm hearing things about Texas compl- is, like, changing and. Sure. Like, uh, I think a few of the representatives, were at least two of them were from Texas that left because they just yep. see the landscape of the state. Cha- I mean, listen, say what you will about Better O'Rourke, and this is what I have to say about him. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's not like Ted Cruz won by a fucking landslide. He won by three points, and whereas he used to win by like 17 or 18. Right. Yeah. I mean, there was no way that Better should have been that close. And in a normal yeah, year, he wouldn't he- have been. You see right. that kind of shit, and you're like, oh, boy. <laughs> I, I, I think that the, that they are, you know, trying to make a change in Texas. They are responding to this oppositely how, I believe, Trump and his goons anticipated this whole immigration situation. They well, love their Mexican neighbors. Yeah, their lives absolutely. are so intensely intertwined that the idea of putting up a wall is infuriating and disgusting for them. Right. Well, and there's an enormous Hispanic population in Texas, too. Yeah. Legal population. And some illegals yeah. as well, but... And they, st- <laughs> and they still voted for freaking Ted Cruz. Well, the, the, ah! <laughs> there's still white people in Texas, too, Ian. Don't worry. Yeah, there's, I know. There's a lot of white people in Texas, and a lot of, there's a lot of people that are um, discouraged from voting in many, many ways. Sure. Oh, oh. Yeah. I, I, I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know that part of the game. Yeah. Oh, so well. Now, how do you guys so feel didn't... about... I'm sorry, go ahead, Ray. No, really, please finish up. How do you guys feel about the actual rhetoric coming out of these guys' mouths, Ted Cruz and, and Trump, call, saying calling it white supremacy and white nationalism and being like, this is not good? Well, I mean, the El Paso shooting was... The guy had a manifesto saying, I'm going to go kill all the brown people. That's pretty clear. There's not much you can say about that. Yeah, but isn't he the one that wasn't the tr- – I keep hearing that one of them was not a Trump supporter. Yeah, I mean, the, Dayton, the Dayton guy was not. Supposedly. Uh, there hasn't been a lot of detail yet. They're yeah, still it's, working it, through it. it. Every sentence has been started with supposedly and allegedly. And supposedly he was actually an atheist and was a leftist, self-declared leftist, and did not like Trump and oh, yeah. a whole bunch you of can, other stuff. You can, you can lob whatever label you want on the dead guy. He can't defend himself. He was totally a socialist, Antifa, leftist, anarchist, atheist. Well, I think he's. Gonna, I read that too. <laughs> I think he's going to be more. I mean, he had a uh, kill list and a rape list when he was in high school. So before he turned eighteen, he had all kinds of situations 
Uh, that's the Dayton would, guy? Yeah, it's the Dayton yeah. guy. No, Toledo. No, Dayton. Right, right. Right. <laughs> Even I, I almost said Toledo, too, after Grinch fucking Thanks, hype man. it. <laughs> but, uh, and he had the 100-round the drum on his gun. Right. Correct. Ray, as a gun guy, what, yeah. do, you, what do you need that for? You don't. <laughs> okay. But you can legally no, buy it? Those drums, especially for a two twenty three, that yeah, that should be military grade stuff. Now, my question is, they they want to to ban or, or whatever. I mean, I just don't know where exactly this is going to fall. Like, and they say that he got this gun legally. Now, for the the drum, yeah, I think that that doesn't that probably doesn't require a special license. But for a lot of you know heavier full fully automatic machine guns, that you have to get a class three license. You have to to be known by the FBI in order to purchase those but that, that, That's weapons. not what people are using, though. He had just a, a regular, over, you know, bought at Walmart weapon and a drum that he bought on the internet. That's all he got. Right. And the drum, I, yeah, I don't, I think that's ridiculous. Now, I do, I, myself, I own an, an AR. It's a, it's a 22 caliber. It's nothing compared to the rifle that was used. But so, yeah, I'm, I'm not someone who wants to see, um, assault rifles banned. However, the idea that we can't have any gun control is absolutely ridiculous. We need to to absolutely tighten in on the laws. Have people register if they want to buy weapons like that. Have people required to go through training if they want. I mean, there are so many different things that we can do where people can still have their quote-unquote freedom to buy arms. I, I'm using quotes because you do still have freedom in you know to buy firearms. Sure. Well, I think I think you should be um, you should follow the same restrictions that women have to follow to have an abortion. You have to wait 48 hours. You have to watch a video. Um, you have to have uh, – you have to be questioned by people. You have to have – you know, have to go in front of a whole bunch of people who um, question what you're doing. I think if you kind of follow those – say, oh, you have to come back, you know, 48 hours later because you have to, you know, think about what you're doing. All those things. If you have to follow all those same rules to buy a weapon, I think that's that's getting towards the right direction. I had to about, go through a two-week program to work at the garden department in Lowe's <laughs> right. temp, as a temp, not even sure. full-time. Background checks, right. Yeah. Yeah. How about we have to, to do that for firearms, and then we remove all those stupid restrictions for doing abortion? But, that, here's, but here's what I don't understand, and and I've, I, I understand. We're not getting rid of guns in this country because really, no. the, I mean, like, guns are part of the problem, but there are plenty of other countries where they have guns and they don't shoot people with them. Right. right. So. But can we make it harder to get it out of people's hands? Because clearly we have a problem in this country where people do want to shoot people right. and make it harder. And what I don't understand is when I talk to a person who's all pro-Second Amendment, blah, 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 they're coming for our guns. No one's coming for your guns. No one said they're coming for your guns. Right. No. And if well, you and, and then I go, do you plan on murdering a lot of people? No. Are you mentally unstable? No. Well, then what are you fucking worried about? You will be able to get your gun. Right. It might take a little bit longer. But your hobby happens to kill people sometimes. Deal with it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, you'll still get everything you want. Just... <laughs> Slightly yep. less conveniently. But why is that a problem? The I mean, only I argument... Every time I go this direction with anyone, and I, you know, I work with a lot of right-leaning hunters and whatever, the only response I get is that, nope, owning a firearm is a right... Mm. And you can't have that restricted in any way. And as soon as that restriction starts, they're going to start ha forcing you to register, and that'll just lead to them coming and taking your guns. So but you're still, but you're still owning the gun. You still have a right. Your, your right is not being infringed on. Right. They, oh, so they it's think a slippery that, slope argument for them. 
Oh, give me a fucking break. How they? What are they going to do? Go to your house? <laughs> well, they, they think Why it's would they so... do that? You have a gun. <laughs> they, they <laughs> if they try it's... to take it, they'll be shot. Right. They think it's so much of a slippery slope argument that they made it – they changed the law so that people that are on the terrorist watch list cannot have their guns taken away from them. Right. It, it was that important to them. Insanity. I, I, yeah. I mean, listen, I understand yeah. the politician's point. It's money. I understand the NRA's point. It's money. Sure. I don't understand the regular guy who just goes, I'm a responsible gun owner. I would never do this. But there are people who are not responsible. I'll wait an extra week. Sure. I'll wait an extra week. It's not a big deal. It's like waiting for a package coming from Amazon. Right. Now, I want to also talk about the um, good guy with the gun argument now, too, after the, the Dayton attack. Just briefly. Because... Oh, yeah. I thought, th- I thought we blew that up, too. Like, at Fort Hood. Literally everybody yeah. at Fort Hood had a gun. Right. And they were trained military people, and he killed a lot of people. The, the police acted almost immediately in Dayton, Ohio. They had the guy down on the ground dead in 30 seconds, and he still managed to kill nine people. So your good guy with the gun argument doesn't work. Nine people still died, even though the police were there, armed, prepared, trained, ready to go. What it about also Vegas? Do- if there was a good guy with a gun in Vegas, was he going to spot that guy from that building? With a fucking handgun and aim it up like fucking right. John Wick and shoot him from a fucking mile away. Well, I, I just say, I, hey, I say, we have to have in Las Vegas. They'll just have to carry lo- rocket launchers. That's just, we'll have to do that. Oh, okay. That I understand. Sense. I understand where you're coming from, and I think correct me if I'm wrong. I think your point is that even the good guy with the gun argument, it, it doesn't solve the problem, which is quite clear. It does not solve the problem. However, the argument against that would be. What stopped the guy in Dayton? Police. It was firearms. It was lead hitting him. Sure. It was it was a good guy with a gun. So nine people is an acceptable number of deaths. I'm not making that argument at all. I'm just saying that the I, I don't think that the good guy with a gun argument is really countered by this. I think it it's it's not the solution. It's clearly not the solution. Like the whole ar- idea of arming teachers and that'll solve your problem. It's not. Right. That it that's just not the I case. I know it, the argument is so weird because it's like I would rather live in a world where everybody is armed and I could get shot at any time for any reason anywhere I go. Right. As but opposed we- to let's address this issue and figure out a way to make people stop shooting people. They're like, "Fuck it, just add more guns to the mix." Right. That'll make like it's it such a weird. It's and I'm always like, you want to live in that world where like you got to fucking put a vest on your kid to go to school every day. But speaking of which, well, you don't need a vest anymore. You can actually just buy the bulletproof backpack. They right. make them now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like you should. Mm. And yes, to answer your question, Karen, nine random huh? adults. That's a treat. Mm. Twenty-five first graders were murdered, and everybody went, "Meh." Yeah, that's okay. That was that situation. That was that situation where ninety five percent of everybody wanted something, yep. and the Republicans were like, "No, sir." Nope. <laughs> and not Slippery just the Republicans, the, but the politicians purchased by the NRA, right? And to be clear, so, I mean, don't get me wrong. Specifically, several Republicans, right? <laughs> now, I'm, I'm not suggesting that there's a single solution for this. Clearly, there's not a single solution for this. But but yeah, right, nor is there the a single cause, right? There's no single cause. You can't just say it's all due to people with mental illness. That is a part of it. That's that is rude. Again, yes. as Jared pointed out about video games, so there's no mental illness outside of the United States? Right. Is that what you're telling me? That's fantastic. I'm well, going elsewhere. That is, the, <laughs> that, And that's the big question. Why is it happening here so much? What well, is causing this? That actually takes us to our next All right. thing. Yeah. Well, before we go on to our Partially. next thing, okay. 
I loved watching Trump read that hostage statement. (laughs) (laughs) He was not happy about that. And I can't wait for the turnaround because mental illness shot that gun, not the gun. (laughs) The gun did not shoot the gun. (laughs) That was straight NRA talking points. That was amazing. Yeah, it was. I kind of want to hear where we're going next, but I also had had some other questions. That, is it going to move far away from where we are now? No, not very far no. at all. Okay, can, you, no, go it, ahead. It okay. has to do with the idea that uh, a lot of people are talking about how Trump has instigated a lot of the current violence that's going on. Uh, you posted this, and I don't have all the details, but okay. well, please. All, all it is is um, it, it kind of more scientific terminology to what Trump does, and it's called stochastic terrorism. And it's people have studied this. It's documented, and it's the the. Let me see if I can read a good part of it. It's a it's the the talk the way that he talks and the way that he instigates people. Basically, he he's stirring the pot, and it doesn't matter. He knows that somebody will will pop up out of it. He doesn't know who it's going to be. He doesn't know when it's going to happen. But he knows the, the the way that he talks and the words that he uses will stoke violence in people, and it's. Stochastic ter- terrorism because he is completely isolated from it. It's not his fault because he's not doing it himself. He's not telling anybody to do it. He's just putting the suggestion out there and enabling people to take that step. And the fact that somebody st- studied it and defined what it is makes me happy. I don't know. <laughs> but do you really think this is what Trump wants? See, I don't think that it's necessarily Trump. I think... I think it's I would what go Stephen one Miller step wants. further, and I I don't think Trump even knows he consciously knows that he is doing this. I think that maybe one or two of his advisors are putting the dog whistles into his speeches to to stir people up. Right. I mean, it's specifically it's the use of mass communications to incite random actors to carry out violent or terrorist acts that are statistically predictable but individually unpredictable. Remote control murder by Lone Wolf, which is exactly what he's done. I mean, look at the guy, uh, Caesar Syak. He, even now, he says, um, when he was in front of the judge, he's like, I was on testosterone, and I listened to the words that Trump said, and he was you know, making an excuse, I'm sure, because he's a piece of shit, but it, words do matter. What Trump says enables people in a way because of the power that he holds. That's all I got. I agree, but I don't believe he's doing it. I think he's doing it. I think in Trump's mind, he goes, oh, when I say shitty things about immigrants, my base cheers for me. Mm. And then the mm. people behind them are going, oh, we can use this to our advantage somehow here. Make him say this because he'll fucking say anything. No, I think it's like the Stephen Millers of the world and the, and the Steve Bannons of the world, they they want the violence. They incite the violence and they put the words in his mouth. Yeah. They do. Karen well, that, is I be- that I believe. Right. Whether like, he necessarily – no, he, all he wants is dollars in his pocket. Correct. I, I, I really think that Steve Bannon is the uh, – I'm trying to remember his name – Stacey Keach of American <laughs> History X. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's the right guy. Yeah. You yeah, might be yeah, right. No, that's exactly who you're thinking of. It's it's the same way with like, – again, because even though he, he was a reasonably influential media mogul, it, no one knew – Steve Bannon was a reasonably influential media mogul before all this. No. Stephen Miller was nobody. Right. Stephen Miller recognizes, however, that chaos is a ladder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and the climb is all there is for Stephen Miller. He's yep. the only one that's survived from like right? well, him and Kellyanne Conway, I guess. <laughs> right, no, because yeah. those other fools cling to the realm or gods or love. <laughs> <laughs> These two know the ladder is all that's real. <laughs> And Fox News helping them out tremendously. It is – I don't know how, the, like, anybody who has any 
moral standing goes on that fucking network and talks mm. to these pieces of shit. <laughs> it is crazy. You know, when people, you know, because there's the whole argument about, well, should Fox host the Democratic debates? No, Fox is not a fucking news network. <laughs> I'm I'm so with you, and I was just thinking about that recently because I I read trash as well as news and. Mario Lopez had gotten some grief oh, yeah, for some did. things that he said. And then I was like, did you not look and see? Like, what did you think he was going to say on the Candace Owen show? Something thoughtful and progressive that's going to help us all out? <laughs> it's the Candace Owen show. That's why it's there. I can't believe Slater's that dumb. <laughs> like, I was like, who the fuck would go? I'm like, isn't he like a host on Entertainment Tonight or something or Access Hollywood? Uh, he used to be. I think he does. He has his own radio show now. Like he's not hurting for cash. Nope. So he's I'm doing like, well. so I'm like, it's not like he's desperate and trying to get out there like a James Woods or somebody. Like, oh yeah, I'll go on the Candace Owens show. So I, he must really believe this <laughs> shit. Yeah, he just want to him on the Candace Owens show. Yeah, trannies creep me out. What? <laughs> but I gotta tell you too, I gotta get on the meme farm or something because <laughs> when something happens, like when this fucking like, I'll read the story about Slater. Saying shitty things about transgender kids, or what do you say? The parents were being jerks for letting their kids do what they want. It's dangerous, yeah. Yeah, or whatever. Within an hour, man, there are fucking memes all over the internet <laughs> defending him, shitting on everybody else. And the same thing, like, they must, like, all my friends that are crazy must have a folder full of fucking gun memes that they are just <laughs> ready to unload when a fucking yeah, mass no, shooting memeing, happens. Memeing, you don't want to get involved in that. That's too much work. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, maybe a higher, like, 15 Korean guys just constantly, just any subject, just start making fucking memes. We're going to get them out there. We're going to sell them like five cents a piece. <laughs> it's just unbelievable how quickly it happens and how people take that shit as actual news or truth because it's printed on a black background with white <laughs> writing. It's unbelievable. Uh, it really is. Mm. So... It's not on our list, but I have something for here. Okay. Since apparently I'm, we're we're now discussing some some collateral damage or people who are caught up in this, even even respected astrophysicists. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Yeah. What, what? <laughs> he got uh, burned. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I would like I would like to hear your guys' take on 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 this. I mean, it's out of my wheelhouse to say there's outrage on social media. <laughs> But apparently there was some outrage on social media involving Neil deGrasse Tyson. What did he and say? And a quote that he, he said, in the past 48 hours, the U.S. has horrifically lost 34 people in a mass shooting. On average, across any 48 hours, we also lose 500 to medical errors, 300 to the flu, 250 to suicide, 200 to car accidents, 40 to homicides via handgun. Often our emotions respond more to spectacle than to data. <laughs> but the response that he got... Was great. <laughs> Did you see that? No, he got several. Oh, I don't, because, I, there was, because there was yeah. be, the a one, flood of them. The one I saw that I guess might have been the top one was the person listed off all the things that we do to stop the other things that he mentioned. And then at the bottom, she wrote, and we do fuck all to stop guns. Yeah. <laughs> and she goes, oh, yeah. she goes, that's why we're talking about it. <laughs> yeah. How many of them were are accidents or illnesses or, you know, not on purpose? And how right. many of them are I mean, acts of violence? I, I am willing to accept that everything he typed in that tweet is probably 100% accurate. Sure. However, but despite that, we have to consider things like exposure. Like, mm. yes, people get exposed to the flu because we need to walk out around 
outside and breathe air. People get exposed to cars because we travel in those in unlimited quantities. I shouldn't expect to be exposed yeah. to bullets everywhere I go. Right. Yeah, he, he clearly – it was a, a very poorly thought out tweet. Yeah, I'm not exactly <laughs> sure what point he was trying to make. I don't know. Other than saying like we're talking I, I like we're talking about this too much. If he hadn't added the last part, mm. which again is also true, that's the part that I feel like clearly you're trying to diminish what happened. That's how our, I felt like it was kind of like Often our emotions respond more to spectacle than to data. How dare you feel bad for these 34 people? Mm. Think about the 500 medical errors that just occurred in the <laughs> last 2 days. It's like you telling somebody the story and they go, "Bad people die every day." <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it sounds very dismissive. Mm. It's so what, honestly, it's the kind of thing you say to your friends personally and be like, well, in all, you know, in all honesty, this is how many people die every day. You don't put it out on social media, especially yeah. if you're famous. I don't know. I know he's a smart guy, but he's right. a smart guy. <laughs> now, here's what he he generally does this is he will, you know, a new movie that's big, he will comment on it. And he will like sometimes he'll come out and say, like, oh, look, I'm going to comment about this movie. If you really like this movie. I'm sorry, but this is what I thought. And then he will go down the list of what the movie got wrong technically about space or about, you know, whatever. So he's he's all sorts of used to bursting people's bubbles. And what he wrote after his treat was my intent was to offer objectively true information that might help shape conversations and reactions to preventable ways we die. Well, and he he did say I got this one wrong. Okay, I mean, and that's fine. That should be the end right, of it, <laughs> right? Yeah. It, and it is. And I mean, you have to be careful. It, with it, it's a harsh way to shape conversation, I guess. Yeah, because yeah. he's not wrong. I I actually. He is not right. He is correct about that, too, because I took the time to read other people's responses, and I saw one similar to what Jared said. I'm I'm reading a guy here who said, you know, 18 years ago, a guy brought a shoe bomb onto a plane, killed and injured zero people with that, completely changed the scope of airport security for the last, you know, 17 years after that. If we were to respond to gun violence the way we did to that... Mm. Yeah. We might be making progress in the right direction, and, you know, you might not need to slap 34 families planning a funeral in the face on social media. <laughs> yeah, it's – it's. I don't know. Like, again, if I was one of those people who's had a family member die and I saw that, I'd be like, phew, not my favorite <laughs> yeah. physicist anymore. <laughs> right. yeah. it's, very, it's very heartless. And I love right. Neil. Like, You're I, super correct, yeah. but timing. <laughs> right. Yeah. I just like – I just feel like that – yeah, it was less than a week. Dude. What were you thinking, man? Are you yeah. drunk? <laughs> Maybe he's just trying to get a jump on the next mass shooting for this week. Hmm. He's got enough problems going on that he doesn't need to be throwing more shade on himself. No. <laughs> it's such a weird – I don't know why he picked those statistics either. I mean, if you wanted to pick a statistic that was meaningful, how about the one that says that more children die from handguns than die from childhood cancer? How about that one? Is I mean, that we, true? Yes, that's true. Wow. Yeah. Because there's no training required – to get a handgun. In a right. lot of places, yeah. there's nothing required. You just show up and you can get one. It's because we're soft. These 18 to 24-year-olds need to do four years of mandatory military service here in this country. <laughs> now that I'm out of that range. <laughs> well, I told you guys that story up here where the guy was showing uh, his handgun to his five-year-old son and his five-year-old nephew. And he put the gun in his five-year-old son's hand and he <gasps> turned it and shot the fucking nephew in the head and killed him. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds and, like something you would tell me and I would block out. Yeah, mm -hmm. like that happened like, I don't know, like four or five years ago. Like, I wonder if that guy's still a gun supporter or if at that point you just go, wow. <laughs> like, yeah. like, what, you know, 
But then Neil would run in and go, you know, kids that age die every day from, <laughs> <laughs> from not right? getting vaccinations. I mean, and, and that, yeah. that specific instance, I would be curious about because you know, then because I, I don't, I don't know where the justification is in that. You can't be like, well. It means if only that nephew had had a gun, or my five year old has me- like my five year old clearly has mental health issues. What What are you doing with a loaded gun in your house? What are you doing with a loaded gun in your house, let alone handing a loaded gun to, to uh, a someone that young? Yeah. I mean, Jesus. when I have people coming over, even if they don't bring kids, I a lot of times I go in, I make sure that my gun cabinet is locked, I make sure it, where everything is, like. It, right, when you're hosting me and my son, you lock up your swords. Yes. <laughs> like, that's, that's like, it's not even a question. Yeah. Ray just doesn't a, want a lawsuit, all right? It's not. That's <laughs> fine. I'm open to that. Why can't people operate under that? Even if it's selfish, I'm comfortable with that. And keep in mind, this, this situation happened in his house. He, like, pulled it out of the, yeah, yeah. whatever the case was in. And he was like, you want to hold this? Didn't realize, <sighs> didn't check to see if it was loaded. And handed, handed it to, to a kid. child. And then he just is like, bang! Wow. Now, not only is he fucked up, imagine that five-year-old now, who's probably like 10, has to live with the oh, fact that he shot his cousin. Oh, my God, that cousin. 10-year-old. Yeah, he doesn't speak. Mm. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah. He's that, got mental that's... issues now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Way yeah. to go, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, yeah, the, the level of the complete lack of responsibility that I think that is a key factor as well. I mean, there's you know the mental health issues, there's the the gun control, but the the level of responsibility that should come with owning a firearm well, isn't how, isn't there. Right. Well, how do how do you how do you say to somebody, "I'm sorry, but you're too stupid to have a weapon"? Because have there's a, a lot of there's a lot of people <laughs> that are too stupid to have a weapon. They have do shit like this. Yeah. All I'm I can sorry, say is but you don't qualify. <laughs> yeah. This kid is lucky that he was white because if he's black, they might have tried him as an adult. Yeah. That's true. Put him yeah, in fucking point. Rikers, little five year old murderer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't. <That's> true. <laughs> Grinch ahead, asked, is, "Isn't that rule number two of, of firearm safety? Assume all guns are loaded." I don't know that there is a list, but mm. why wouldn't that be rule number one? Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, that's the first thing I think of if I go to pick up a firearm is I check to see if it's loaded, like and 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 chambered. Like that is that is number one every time. So even and then even after not. that, after yeah, after you know it's not loaded, right? You still don't point it in the direction of people. No. Right. Oh, there there is a list of guns. <laughs> okay, I see what you're what you're getting at. Right. It's for a, a girl and a gun, though. <laughs> so on to our next thing, which is not a next thing, uh, is one of the things on the list that, you know, you should pray and, and believe in God because that's what Mike Huckabee says. Ugh, Mike the, the whole reason that this happens is the loss of morality from the disconnect from a God that values all people and would never let me do that to another person because I would – wait, wait, wait. What do you mean that God wouldn't let you do that to another person? If God wouldn't let somebody do that, why doesn't God interfere any time? Seriously. God is very specific about granting people free will. He cannot stop it. Well, it's personal because he's imaginary. Also, it's 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 the escape from personal responsibility as well. If God is all knowing and all seeing, he let it happen. Clearly, he let yeah. it happen. So, in that case, why do you even have thoughts and prayers? Why not just be like, "That's God's will that those people died." Right. Get some balls, Mike Huckabee. <clears throat> own own it if you're going to say shit like this. 
No candlelight vigil for you, Dayton. Yeah. <laughs> Be like, I'm glad they're dead. God's plan's working. <laughs> they're with God now. <laughs> it's just us who left on Earth that suffer. Oh my God, I hate. <laughs> I like that. I'm going to support you in that, Jared. You are completely correct. They do need to just see that all the way through. Yeah. Yep. Well, he works in mysterious ways. So it was good that that happened? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, or be happy about it. Be happy about everything. Hey, my kid just died from cancer. God's will. Greatest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> nice to know the plan's still trucking along. Mm. Oh, my cockabee. All right, it's been a, a decently long conversation. I didn't want to cut it short, but uh, I was... Do it, Doug. Right. The last thing that I had on Trump was an article from the AP that talks about the religious right and how they seem to be just fine with uh, racism from Trump. Based on denial, they just don't believe that he is racist. And, I, you know, the, the justification of, well, those statements aren't racist and it's justified because of the economic burden that the immigrants are putting on our country or other such, you know, flimsy justification. But God forbid he take the Lord's name in vain. Yeah. As we previously discussed. Yeah. No goddamn for lines. you. You have some lines, Karen. Yeah. <laughs> So the Southern Baptist megachurch pastor, Robert Jeffries, said that Trump judges people on whether they support him. If you embrace him, he'll embrace you. If you attack him, he'll attack you. That's the definition of colorblind. (laughs) That is not the definition of color. That isn't even... (laughs) Nothing to do with it. (laughs) Is that that an eye for an eye? That's 100% an eye for an eye. (laughs) I thought that was bad, okay. It sounded more like get in line or you're going to get punched in the face. <laughs> it kind of did, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I, I guess eye for an eye is only bad. No, eye for an eye is, is, is good. The only people who oppose eye for an eye are hippie socialists like Mahatma Gandhi. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Marianne Williamson. <laughs> Love. Speaking of her, I did want to uh, I did want to move on to the, the debates from last week. I have a quick question before you start sure. on Williamson. And I brought this up to a couple other people. Is Marianne Williamson our Trump? Oh, God. Like, and I'm, I'm only saying this because people are like, ha, 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 Marianne Williamson. She'll never win. Most Google candidate after the debate. Oh, shit. Marianne Williamson. But she's holding yeah, at 0%. I, I have had that thought as well, and I think the reason that I think that is because, I mean, he is willfully uninformed. Like, he goes out of his way to not to, like, like the, over the weekend, uh, Ratcliffe, he was going to put Ratcliffe in charge, and then <laughs> things came out, and he withdrew his nomination, and Trump's response to the media, media asking him about it was, well, I'll let you vet him. I don't, <laughs> I don't need to vet anybody. I'm just going to let the media do it, and, you know, you guys, it saves me money. So, so he's willfully uninformed, and so is Williamson. Mm. She's not as dangerous, but the next person we put in office needs to be more than just a place. Hey, things aren't going to be worse. Yeah. There's a lot to fix. Yeah. So a few points about her and, and I know she, I think she went up a little bit. I don't know if you said she's still pulling a 0%, I guess. Uh, Yeah. It's single digits in any case, but Mm. some things, if you, if you like her and she resonates with you, just remember she, she is hesitant to call vaccines beneficial. She's argued against psychiatric medication for serious mental illnesses. 
In her book, she wrote, sickness is an illusion and does not exist, and that cancer and AIDS and their other mental illnesses are physical men or other physical illnesses are physical manifestations of a psychic scream. Nope. That's the level of pseudo bunk that she's got rolling around in her head. Having said all that, she had a few nuggets of truth in the debate. She did. She did. I mean, no policy talk, but. She was like, eh, you know, let me tell you something about these people on the stage. And I'm like, eh, you, you ain't, you're not totally wrong, Marianne. <laughs> no, she's not totally wrong. Absolutely yeah. not. And would she be an improvement from Trump? Sure. Again, that should not be our goal. Right. Yeah. Again, define improvement. I feel like Jared's not right or is correct about this. It, it's, it's like a democratic lateral move. Like she is, they, she's an obvious con man. Right. Much like our current president. That's yeah, fair. and hers is based on a pseudo-religious... Right. And yeah, so she would blow up Obamacare and replace it with free Reiki for everybody. That's... <laughs> That's crystals in the mail, baby! <laughs> Get your healing crystals. Holy majolica. I, get, I mean, yeah, you're right. But the only saving graces right now is that Trump was polling way higher at this point than she is. I, I'm just saying, like, whereas he's kind of like the embodiment of just all that Evil? horribleness... <laughs> Of the of the voters on that side, not I'm not even just talking about the politicians. Like, right? Is she like the embodiment of this SJW culture that like everything is horrible and a white girl can't dress up as an Asian to have a tea party themed birthday party? You know, like like just all the shit we can't stand about our side. Mm. You yeah, know? I d- I don't know, but it wouldn't surprise me if she were. Yeah, she's sub one percent still. Well, the well, good thing is, good is point. all those people who would probably buy into her shit probably don't own TVs and didn't watch the debate. <laughs> I don't have a TV. I've never seen Game of Thrones before. Uh, probably not. So another anyway, thing, uh, before yeah. are we off the debate, because no. Oh, okay. The the other thing I was going to mention uh, that I have here is about Buttigieg and his constantly bringing up religion. Well, he's got to counter the gayness. <sighs> yeah, I guess. But do you think that that's actually a winning strategy? There's an article yes. on Rewire that asked that that question specifically. Mm. You think not so? with me? I hate Pete Buttigieg. <laughs> oh right, that's fine. I'm just saying that I, I I suspect a good religious upbringing pulls very well. Yes. You think that's going to outweigh the damage it'll do to a huge chunk of people that don't need to hear about God all the time? No, I, I think. Well, yeah. let me put it this way: as the two ruling. Atheist in here. I mean, like, we like Ian and I are atheists, but you guys are like super atheists. <laughs> <laughs> Would you ever vote for him if it's down to him and Trump? Well, uh, I, no, 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 no. I'm talking primary wise. Oh, not, primaries. Yeah, I, please. I, I would like. I said, I'd vote for Marion Williams to get Trump. <laughs> right. No. Right. I don't think so. No. And given a choice, I would not vote for him because he's he's a mayor of a small town. He's not prepared. I think he has a place in politics in the, in America in the future, but not for the president. He's 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 you know he's Reaching a little bit here. I think he's going to get some name recognition, then run for the House or the Senate or something and win. And that's fine. Which he should do. And yeah. same thing with, with Beto. Beto, yeah. do do something. You do lost, something. you don't run for... Yeah. Yeah, do something local. You can still do good. It's fine. So well I would done. say, and and perhaps it is because I'm, I'm fairly strongly, uh, you know, centered on the, the belief that there is no God. I don't need to hear that. I especially mm. don't want to elect someone who's going to bring it up every five minutes. And if he's bringing it up this often in the debates... It's definitely, I mean, it's it's not going to stop when he gets into office, I don't think. It's just going no. to... I mean, the good news is he is, he is a 
kind of an, an Anglican type Christian. He's a good Christian. He's a good person. I mean, it's not something that he's not going to have Paula White in the in the White House whispering in his ear, telling him how to you know make his pile of money higher. Right. It's not the kind of Christian he is. But let me ask you this: Do you believe him? Sure. That's see, I don't believe him. No. I don't believe that he fucking believes in God. I believe he's saying this to get fucking votes. Hmm. No, I think he believes in God. I think no. he's fairly sincere about it. Yeah. He strikes me as kind of a sincere type person. I have really? No... Yeah. God, he comes off like such a slimy politician to me. Really? Oh, oh every time he opens his mouth, it just sounds so fucking pre-programmed. Hmm. And he had that piece of shit on his forehead for <laughs> after the debate <laughs> that I couldn't figure out what it was, and then all of a sudden it disappeared. Hmm. Kind of like, I don't know if you guys remember the piece of paper that flew into Ted Cruz's mouth during the debate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but on the debate, man, holy shit. Night one was mm, magnifique. <laughs> just Bernie Uh-oh. and Elizabeth just oh, knocking it back. out of the park and stomping all over these fucking guys. Yeah, that is true. And night two, what a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> what a fucking bummer. What happened night two? Yeah, I'm trying night, to remember. Night, what was night night two was I got a zinger for Joe Biden. Give me mm. a chance to say it, please. Everybody oh. was getting in their Joe Biden moment and it was just it was just coming off like nobody was talking about anything oh, really that policy. important. Yeah. What? Just bringing up shit from 30, 40 years ago. Yeah. And Joe kind of defending himself. He did a better job, but not great. And then botched the whole fucking end of it. But yeah. Yeah, with yeah, Kamala, that foot. Kamala Harris, I think, looked bad. In the second debate, because all she did was turn to to to, to Biden and, and throw zingers at him. That was her primary yeah. focus. And, and any question she got, she's like, "All right, how can I make this against Biden?" Right. And it didn't this, look good. This worked once. Surely it will work the next four times. Right. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what I don't understand. Is like again, hire me, mm-hmm. Kamala. You fucking dipshits. I would have <laughs> told you, don't go after him this time, because don't be a one trick fucking pony. Right. I mean, but if either you, go after somebody else or come up with something new to talk about. I mean, if a, if a good one comes to mind, sure, use it, but don't make it the primary thing that you do. It just looks petty. And then for the rest of you, you're just like, oh, come on, you're all looking for your Kamala moment? Yeah. It was ridiculous. Yeah, it wasn't good. Yeah. I mean, there was some actual fucking, some, so, I mean, there was some substance going on the first night. I mean, really, it was the centrist versus the far left. Mm. Yeah. Of and again, kudos to fucking Bernie and, and Elizabeth <laughs> because they were trying to get them to go each other, uh, but they weren't taking the bait, and they're just like, nope, sorry. <laughs> you agree? On I take your question. <laughs> I take your question. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Bernie just being like, I know I what I talk about. Bill. I wrote the damn bill. Or <laughs> just at, one of those guys dropped out already. Uh, Tim oh, Ryan's out. Yeah, Tim I, Ryan's dropped out. That was going to be my next question. Did anybody yeah. drop out? Tim Ryan's out. And then blasted the Republicans on MSNBC over this gun shit. So mm. I guess since he's got nothing to worry about with the NRA. I thought can... someone else <laughs> dropped out today and then threw his support behind Bernie. Oh, yeah. I did see that. I didn't think it was somebody that was too. on the debate stage, though. I don't know. It was no one I'd ever heard of. So right. I was like, next. <laughs> well, remember, we got a new one added. We lost one and gained one. Right. Oh, oh. this two weeks. We That new guy who's everybody. Everybody seems to be. There's someone. That Jay Inslee is another one that seems to be popping up that everyone seems to like him because he's really big on climate control or yeah. climate change. change. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, right. The impeached Trump guy is Tom Steyer. Tom Steyer. That's his name. Yeah. Did so, he make the debate? Well, he's got. Do you need a lot more for this next debate? For what I understand. Yeah. I'm trying yeah. To, Joe, to find who else dropped out. Could Joe Biden survive a 
Bernie Warren ticket? Hmm. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. I hope not. I don't. Yeah, I don't like, think. I don't think he could. I think they're, they're, when their powers combine. <laughs> I mean, yes, yeah, they like you know he's rocking like a twenty percent, and they're both at fifteen, and they're like, "Fuck it, we're together now. We're 30. Mm, it might you work. Know? But then, but which one's the president? Which one's vice? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know what way they'd go. Interesting question. Yeah. I think they'd probably go Bernie as for president. That way, people you know wouldn't have to make the agonizing decision of voting for a woman for president. Mm. And Those also, she's be, she'll be vice, and then say like Bernie goes eight years, she'll be the next candidate most likely. Yeah, and she's still young enough to you know where people won't be like, oh, she's too fucking old now. Yeah, she's too old now. Yeah, but, she's oh, too old now. She looks oh, yeah, young but she's, though. But she's excellent. <laughs> she is excellent. <laughs> yeah, nobody's she's too old. Excellent. Some of them are too young. <laughs> yeah. Every time they would cut to Beto, I just could hear him in his head going, "Oh, come on, guys, <laughs> come on, man, <laughs> oh, come on, Jesus." God damn it, man. <laughs> Alright, that's all I had to say. I just wanted to sing my praises for my two favorite people. Sure, absolutely. Mike Gravel? Gravel? I don't even know who that is. No. Uh, he apparently suspended his presidential campaign. I didn't even know. He, I don't know who that is. Maybe he didn't make the debate. <laughs> so. Yeah, I don't think he did. There was one that dropped out. Um, <laughs> I didn't even have him on my list, though, of the 23 people. So, uh, Hickenlooper apparently also dropped out. Okay. Oh my! He's one of the generic white dudes, right? Yeah, yeah he's the uh, governor of Colorado. Oh, okay. Who's the one that's a sixty-five millionaire guy that Bernie was like, "Go oh, fuck yourself! You made your money bilking the fucking healthcare system. What do you know?" I thought that was Steyer's, but Steyer is definitely one of the wealthiest people. Sure. In any case, um, Elizabeth just Warren is currently seventy. She looks good for seventy. She does. All right, the only thing I've got left is some news stuff, which it's all... Yeah, we're getting low on time, so that's it's fine. That works, yeah. Let me hit some news things. Uh, Arkansas, some good news. A federal judge has blocked the anti-abortion laws that uh, exist, while well, they were just put into place down there. Uh, they ruled that it... <laughs> the judge basically said, yeah, at this stage, those those rules, the laws you put in place are unconstitutional. Instead of allowing you to keep them in place, I'm going to suspend them because they're going to get overturned anyway. Nice. Good. I mean, it'll so go to the Supreme Court and that'll, you know, be enforced, but at least temporarily we've got a reprieve. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually... You know, Roe v. Wade will be overturned, but until mm. then, maybe we'll survive a little longer. Uh, North Carolina, in state news, is the first southern state to ban conversion therapy for minors. Good on you, North Carolina. Wow, North Carolina didn't... Are, what happened to the whole bathroom sitch? Uh, yeah. They draw some curvy lines there. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know, but I just, you know, good news. I thought I'd... Maybe they, yeah. they see the landscape shifting as well. Well, it's to wow. ban public funding of conversion therapy for minors. It's not to ban, you know, conversion oh, therapy. That you are correct. It's public funding. <laughs> so it's not, not as good as I had uh, had thought it was. No. However, the still, governor still put out good. Yeah. the governor put out a tweet that says that it is shown to pose serious health risks and we should be protecting all of our children, including those who identify as LGBTQ. I think so, it's a much easier bar to, to jump over to ban public funding of it as opposed to banning it. But, but sure. Baby right. steps. We'll get there. And international news. Japan, this was interesting, has approved experiments 
to uh, allow animal-human hybrids to be born for the first time ever. I'm oh 100% on board. 100% on board with this. No. I told you the human experiment has failed. Let's try something different. <laughs> Oh, Do you God. want werewolves? This is how you get werewolves. <laughs> I want pigmen. I want pigmen to run around. Man bear pig? Man bear pig. <laughs> this is the start. Super serious. Uh, uh, but what the, the argument, what they're doing it for right. is to be able to uh, grow organs for yeah. human transplant. For, for use as, you know, if your pancreas fails, they can grow for a sure. pancreas and have it available. Wait well, a minute. So... <laughs> because it's a cross between, like, we'll say, a werewolf. I mean, <laughs> a wolf and a human, but it'll have a human pancreas in it. We have no problem killing it to take the pancreas out. Yes. I thought, weren't they growing shit on animals for a while? <laughs> like, yeah, they're growing ears on ears mice. Ears and noses. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. okay, okay. All right. I mean, uh, unless they become sentient, I'm okay with this, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I'm still on board as well. See, people were not getting on board for... Replacing the death penalty with mandatory organ donation. <laughs> so this is the second best thing I could hope for. <laughs> so we're not down with you know with killing dolphins and whales because they're they're intelligent animals, but we are okay with killing a human animal hybrid that might be an intelligent animal to harvest their organs. Just so I got this down. Yes, okay. I don't know. As who someone who might need a new pair of lungs in the future. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm okay with this. <laughs> right. It depends on who all you're including in we. I, I don't know. I, I'm not quite sure I'm on board yet, but more research. But Yeah, I have ethical Why concerns I, about this. What is it well, weird, though? What, 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 what are you getting when, when you're killing these dolphins? What do you mean? I can tell you what you're getting when you're killing a hybrid. What are you getting by killing these dolphins that we that we shouldn't be opposed to killing? Precious if we are dolphin killing. meat. Dolphin meat is worthless. <laughs> Organs for organ transplant, however... Is priceless. Uh, sure. Yeah. I get that. Well, I mean, Some I dumb podunk fisherman that wants to continue whaling because they can't recognize that Japan needs to move on from that? Mm. Fuck those guys. Now, creating <laughs> the island of Dr. Moreau <laughs> so that I can have, like, six spare hearts? Yes, please. <laughs> well, I guess... And, I, and, I, and Karen, let me just tell you, if one time the animal stands up and is like, hey, I can think, please don't kill me, I'm not on board anymore, okay? okay. Once they start talking and walking around and forming governments, <laughs> I'm done with that. <laughs> but I'm curious why they can't, at this point, just create, like, a mishmash, like, body that has, like, I guess you need a brain to maintain the yeah. organs, but mm. like just something that's not a, like really alive, but it's just growing a, like organs. And you just reach into the sack and be like, "All right, grab that <laughs> pancreas out." And well, that's actually the, the better the, the better solution. I, there was a study on a while ago. They you can kind of wash the 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 cells out of the structure of organs. So let's say you wanted to create a new liver. I think they started with kidneys because kidneys are easier. But they they washed out all of the things that your body rejects. And then they put it into a nutrient solution, and and basically you your cells grow into it. But you need stem cells for that, and we can't do stem cell research anymore, for Christ's sake. So we, we can't do stem cell research, but we can do a human animal hybrid research. Well, again, well, we you're, can, you're, but some other country, some other country can. Country can. <laughs> yeah, sure. your wees are overlapping there. <laughs> sure, they're they're overlapping. Sorry. Ay, ay. Um. So. It, there are. I don't think we need to actually, you know, create uh, man bear pig to get organs. There are other ways of doing it that research is currently doing. 
So secretly, they're just like, we also just want to see what this looks like. Well, I <laughs> like, think there have been studies done in the past. I think uh, China was doing it. Something about crossing humans and chimpanzees would have went horribly awry. So, well, yeah. 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 Don't you remember that Lover's Hoy song? Pig and elephant DNA just don't splice? <laughs> so, th- there, I mean, there have been attempts made in the past that are ethically questionable. Let's just go that way. As long as this is ethically not questionable, I'm okay with it. But as as we've already determined, people are stupid. <laughs> Sorry, I just got back to Discord, and oh. <laughs> Jeff treated me to a fantastic meme. <laughs> I personally hope they rise up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the next news thing that I have uh, overseas. This was just a good feeling thing. Ethiopia <laughs> has claimed that it planted over 350 million trees in one day. Very cool. Good on them. Their goal is to plant 4 billion trees in Ethiopia before the fall in order to combat deforestation and global warming. Wow. Hmm. These people are taking it seriously. Yeah. Who has room for that many trees? Uh, Apparently Ethiopia. (laughs) Good for them. Africa's a pretty big continent. It is. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know how you could organize to get something like that done, but wow, good job. Where do you get all the trees to plant? It's impressive. I'm sure there's some company in America that sells it to them. <laughs> <laughs> we'll no. plant them here, but... <laughs> yeah. And, no, I've still got two more. Uh, the next to last, Saudi Arabia has... A, I think it's already passed. They allowed women to travel abroad without male consent. Mm. So Baby they're, steps, allowed, they're allowed yeah. to apply for passports and to travel... And file other government documents without uh, having to have male consent. Baby steps. Just saying. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I agree with, with you and Jared. I mean, when when you see that these are steps forward, you know, not only is it positive, but it should also, you know, wake you up to how deep they are mm. in the horrible shit that they do. Yeah, they- Like, this is a step today right. <laughs> that they took. They can't can't go out in public still without being completely covered from head to toe, but they can apply for a passport. Who takes their passport picture? Do they not have one? You know, I have no idea. (laughs) You're asking the tough (laughs) questions. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) And somehow I'm sure this one will be the end of humanity. Uh, Israel, strangely enough, spilled tardigrades on the moon <laughs> i heard about that <laughs> so apparently they sent a uh, an unmanned mission to the moon and it had several things on it so it included a like a a metal i forget how much data it stored but it was a, a piece of metal that had minor little tiny microscopic like pictures of books so it had you know like put human dna and I don't know, it was like a, we're going to leave our mark on the moon kind of thing, I guess, of mm. here's the history of mankind. But along with it, they had dehydrated tardigrades, which Oopsie. are often called uh, water, water bears. Water bears, yes. I always want to say water cows. I don't know why. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so the spacecraft, they lost contact with it before it landed and it, landed. it crashed. Mm-hmm. And went boom. But they believe that the water bears can pretty much survive anywhere. And so even though they're dehydrated and sitting on the moon, uh, it's possible they could still be revived. 
So you oh, know, they definitely can be. Re- yeah, those things can live on asteroids, man, and just move around and just go into like some kind of weird stasis. Yeah. 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 These are the things we should be splicing ourselves with. They're fucking unkillable. <laughs> well, I think they're killable. It's just harder than you think. <laughs> well, I can't survive on an asteroid. No. <laughs> so my theory is that these things are going to somehow revive themselves, start breeding, and we're going to have a lunar insurrection from the <laughs> mistreated water bears. Don't need we'll be water. long dead before that shit happens. <laughs> yeah. Don't need some water. I think there's – is there ice on the moon still? There is water on the moon, I think they said. Yeah. And it's hydrogen. frozen, but they just needed to be, you know, get into the water and get a little sunlight. They'll be fine. I could be <laughs> wrong. Maybe it's like underneath it or something, or Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, it's definitely hydrogen. Found Good it job. interesting uh, that Israel, it, yeah, tried that. I, I don't really understand what they were doing, but hey, moon missions. Human species needs to... You know, develop some better space technology in any case. So, good try. (laughs) Yeah. Good effort. Good effort. Well done. (laughs) Quit fucking around on our moon. (laughs) (laughs) Who owns the moon? Does the U.S. own the moon? No. Okay. Depends. Ask Trump. (laughs) 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 Well, he definitely thinks it's ours. Oh, yeah. He's probably planning to send somebody up there to put his giant gold name on it. Oh, my God. Like, so was that the last story? Because uh, I don't know if you saw the thing that I posted about what Pat Toomey. <laughs> I did not uh-huh. see that. And uh, it was Pat, my last story. Uh, Pat Toomey will, won't be backing banning assault weapons because they're extremely popular. <gasps> what? Yes. <laughs> and the article says he's basing this on the same way a high school student uses to pick a prom queen. Well, he's saying what he's saying is if I ban them, it will make me unpopular. He said they are. He said on Fox News they are extremely popular. So to ban an extremely popular firearm, I'm not going to support that. That would be infringement on the rights of law-abiding citizens. Wow, I hear cracks popular. Yeah, <laughs> heroin. I, I that I ask about the same thing when people because they always throw the it, it's not a gun issue. You know, guns are inanimate objects; they can't hurt anybody. And I'm like, so in that same vein, we should absolutely legalize heroin to fight the opioid opioid epidemic because that bag of heroin isn't going to shoot itself into your arm it's an inanimate object it's just going to sit there can't hurt anybody Mm. and yet somehow they seem less on board for that and i don't i don't see the difference it's the same argument as uh when they go yeah banning weapons will stop the criminals from getting them criminals are going to get them anyway and do it which they i always go (laughs) i I, not only that i go why do we have any fucking law, then. Right. Every right. law gets broken. Why is there speed limits? People, you're gonna people are gonna go over them anyway. Just right. fucking right. Make it Mad Max out there. Well, I'm a, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm a good driver. I should be allowed to go faster than the speed limit anyway. I mean, what the hell? Shut up, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. The, the whole the whole argument is ridiculous. You know, we should try and do a, every episode where we circle around and say how Toomey is a piece of shit. <laughs> I'm on board. That's how we close our show. Pat Toomey. Professional piece of shit. <laughs> All right. Does anybody have anything else? Negatory. Nope. All righty. In that case, I am going to wrap it up. So I want to thank everyone for listening, uh, especially patrons, people who were able to join us, even even though Dustin wasn't able to to, watch, to uh, listen to the whole thing. Uh, so, I don't think he's ever lasted a whole show. No, I think I think he gets family. He's got kids. <laughs> what, he does. He does. What you going to do? 
Uh, but yeah, thanks. Thank you guys for joining us, and uh, thanks to our other patrons and other people who support the podcast. Um, I did. I, I actually want to mention it real quick. Uh, we have Jeff and Grinch, and we mentioned Dustin tonight. We've got PB fifteen. I don't know if if PB fifteen is. Uh, Signed up as Freethinker215, maybe? I don't know. Just a guess. Krusty the Clown and Mr. Black support Camp Quest. I don't know who that is, but uh, appreciate your patronage. Uh, Matt, Jack, and the other Jeff. (laughs) I just want to throw that out there as a quick thank you. Right. Don't forget. Don't forget not Jeff and not not Jeff. Uh, if you want to join us live, you too can become a patron and jump on Discord when we record. And if you can't do that, please share the podcast on social media or leave a review on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever you happen to listen. Uh, again, you could also contact us on our Facebook page, slash ProfaneArg, or tweet to us at ProfaneArg. Again, thanks for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night. And may your God go with you.